Hello, everyone listening, and welcome back to the third podcast of Chalice of Hope. I'm your host, Jason, and I look forward to talking about today's topic, which is one that's very ambiguous and one which I think many people have definitely struggled with and many people currently struggle with trying to understand, you know, what I'm feeling, you know, or this type of, you know, this type of emotion. So without further ado, let's dive in into the topic of love. So when I think about love, I think love is a word which it has many connotations. And, you know, some are maybe like, you know, love as in like a relationship, you know, significant other, or, you know, love can be like your family or your friends. So I think, you know, love is, it's very subjective, you know, because your definition of love could be different than others. And I think that's something which, you know, it makes it hard, you know, for at least for me to talk about love. And I think that's why, you know, I'm writing this podcast because I think, you know, past couple of years, I've definitely been struggling with, you know, what do you mean? Like kind of like finding love or, you know, what does it mean to love? And I think the best way that I can describe it later on is, you know, when I talk about a few of my experiences I've had, which were two relationships. But before we get into those, you know, I kind of want to dive into the concept of, you know, what I think love is. And, you know, the more that I thought about it, you know, the more that, like, I believe, you know, I think love isn't infinite. You know, I think, you know, something which I've been delusional about, you know, is I think that, you know, I can love everyone, you know, like, I think I have this infinite tank of love. But, you know, I think something which I started to realize is, you know, people have limits. And sometimes, you know, their gas tank runs out. And, you know, you don't get the same enjoyment, you don't know, you don't get that same, you know, that drive, that feeling. And, you know, I think that's probably why my experiences were like that because i think you know when you start out with a relationship yeah you know you have your full tank of love you know you're ready to you know take on this exhilarating you know experience with someone else you know it's kind of like your enjoyment is at its highest you know but then once you start dating you know once you guys start you know hanging out you know, that love tank kind of runs out. And I think there are times when, you know, there are ways for people, you know, I guess to alleviate the loss of your tank, you know. But then sometimes, you know, people 
their love tank just runs out too quickly. Or, you know, you try to, you know, refuel their tank, but it never works. And I think that's something which happened to me. You know, I think, yeah, I'll, I'll get a little bit more into it. But like, you know, when you have a disparity, you know, in your tanks of love from you and your other, it it's kind of hard for you, you know, to find a balance, you know, at least in my experience, you know, when I was in a relationship, yeah, my tank was full, you know, like I love them so much. I love them with every ounce, you know, I was like, I was a hundred percent dedicated, you know, I wanted the relationship to last, you know, but then when I looked at my significant other for my first relationship, you know, it's like her tank ran out too quickly or, you know, she wasn't putting in the effort, you know, to make it last. And I think that's something which hurts, you know, I think when you go into a relationship, you know, you have that sense of, you know, that mutual respect, you know, that mutual understanding of like, yeah, I'm in this relationship and, you know, I kind of want this to work out. And, you know, it, it it's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, you're signing like a document, you know, where like, oh, we will put in every ounce of our, you know, our energy into this relationship. No, I think it's more like, you go into a relationship with a purpose, you know, and sometimes, you know, your purpose, how would I describe it? It's like, the more you get into the relationship, you know, you the more you find out, like, you know, your purpose isn't what you expected, you know, maybe some people, at least with my experiences, like, you know, relationship is, you know, is supposed to be taken seriously. And I think for my first relationship, yeah, it's it's high school, you know. I I shouldn't have expected much, you know, at least for, you know, the significant other, you know, to at least to be serious about it. But like, you know, at least with myself, you know, I was naive and like, you know, I thought that, you know, if you're going into a relationship, you know, the other person will be, you know, they'll at least put in the effort. But it hurts, you know, because my naiveness, you know, I was hurt, you know. I don't think I've ever felt, you know. I think, you know, love is a emotion that's incredibly powerful, yet dangerous. And for me, yeah, I've definitely felt both spectrums. And I think that's something about love, which is, you know, it's, type of it's kind of like a risk you know you go into a relationship well let's use my experience you know i went into a relationship i liked them a lot i wanted to get them i wanted to know them better and you know i was kind of blinded by the love you know i was blinded by you know the feelings of you know the emotions that go through you in a relationship that you know sometimes like I wasn't thinking rationally, you know, like I knew there were red flags and yet I still ignored them because, you know, love is that powerful. 
you know, I think it got to the point where it was really bad, you know, like, I mean, like first month, she would reply to my texts, you know, once a day, maybe like once every three days. And, you know, you know, like looking back at it, I was so stupid, you know, how did I last? What is it like six months? You know, how dumb am I, you know? And, you know, that might be hindsight bias, but, you know, I think something what you need to realize is in the moment, love can blind your rationality. You know, for myself, I've been, you know, I've always had those thoughts, you know, like in my first relationship, he has like, you know, why isn't she responding to my texts? You know, why isn't she putting in the effort? You know, I've always had these doubts in my mind, you know, like, oh, maybe she's not interested in me. And to be honest with you, you know, I thought about these things daily, you know, how could I not when the person's not responding to you? And do you know what the weird thing was, you know, I still went into the relationship, you know, for another three or four, five, six months. And I, I think the only thing I can describe it was, you know, I thought that my love could change her, you know, and I don't, I didn't think it was, I don't even think it could. Cause you know, going back to my analogy, you know, I think it got to a point where, you know, her tank was empty, you know, no matter how much, you know, how much love I poured from mine into hers, you know, it would have just depleted, you know, I couldn't do anything to help it. But, you know, I think it's something which you need to learn is just like, sometimes, you know, love can be dangerous, you know, it can hurt you even more than it should be. And I think, you know, after like my first relationship, I guess you could call it, you know, like a one-sided, you know, type of toxic relationship. But, you know, what did I, did I know any better? You know, I was like a high school student. Basically, my first ever experience with a, you know, with a significant other. And it, you know, like, I think something which, like, I knew it was probably going to end soon. And, you know, I knew that. You know, it's not going to last forever. But I think it hurts the most, you know, when you love someone so much and, you know, they kind of like cut it, they cut it off. You know, like, what do you do now? You know, like, it almost feels like, like, a, like a huge chunk of your, you know, your heart kind of like tears off. And, you know. For me, like, it, it, you know, like when I got the call and like she said that she wanted to break up, you know, like it hurt, you know, <laughs> I was in my basement, you know, crying to my friends and, you know, it like, you know, I've never felt that vulnerable before, you know, you know, like at least for myself, I would say I'm pretty stoic, you know. I don't really express my emotions much, but you know, during that week, you know, I was in pain, you know, and for me, you know, nothing rivals emotional pain, you know, at least in my opinion, you know, from my experiences, that haunts you, you know, 
it's like it's part of your memories which you can't get away from it stays with you you know forever and you know yeah you can think about the good things and you know there's always going to be bad things but like it stays with you you know the pain you know so there's something like psychological about you know a breakup which you know you're so invested into and you know and they just cut it and you know like just hearing those words like you know a heart a part of my heart just like broke it's like shattered but you know something which i learned you know is you know even if your heart breaks into you know a thousand pieces you know you can always put it back together if you have enough you know if you put in the effort you know like one of the perfect examples is you know with chinese with uh japanese you know pottery and like type of what do you call it um type of um silverware and like faces and things if one of them breaks you know they mold it together with gold you know you know to show that you know these cracks they make you stronger you know and they make you you know you learn from your experiences and you mend them together you know to help build like a newer you and yet even though you know she didn't really put in the effort and you know i was heartbroken you know i still forgave her you know because for me you know i'm not a person who holds on to grudges you know i'm not the type of person who will you know wish them failure you know even though yeah even if they hurt me you know i will still wish them success you know i still wish them you know the best fortunes in the future and i think that's something you know a lot of people struggle with with love you know like after a breakup you know people want them to like oh I wish them, you know, I wish them failure, you know. I hope something bad happens to them. It's like, no, 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 no. You know, I mean, that's, that depends on like, the circumstances, you know. And I think I'll dive into that, into my second, in my second relationship, which will be a little bit more, you know, uh, intense. But yeah, at least for mine, you know, a lack of dedication is like, yeah, even though she didn't really put dedication into her relationship, yeah, I still wish her success. You know, I don't want her to sit at my table, you know, but I still want her to eat. And I think that's something which, you know, a lot of people need to realize or like a lot of people need to, I guess, understand. It's like, you know, cutting off people doesn't mean, you know, you wish them failure. You wish them, you know, that something bad happens to them. But then, yeah, sometimes, you know, you just don't want them to be near you. You know, they don't, you don't want them to be in your friend group. You know, you don't want them to be in the, your, your life. And sometimes, you know, that can be helpful. And then sometimes, you know, you could take it to the extremes and it can be bad. So now we'll talk about my second relationship. And this one, it's a little bit more, you know, intense. You know, so 
in this relationship, you know, I talked to the girl for a few months, you know, and actually more than a few months, you know, and we got to know each other pretty well. We texted a lot, like a lot. And, you know, it was looking pretty well. And then, you know, she, she asked if, you know, she, I mean, like she, she, uh, what do you call it? She spilled her emotions. Yeah. And told me that she liked me and, you know, for me, yeah. I think for this one, I was, I think I was a little bit hesitant because, you know, at least for myself, you know, I, 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 I don't know. It's like, you know, like the, the sayings like, oh, you know, like guys are supposed to ask girls out, but like, you know, it, it was interesting for a girl, you know, to confess first to me. And, you know, I was a little bit shocked because, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm, what do you call it? I'm dumb, you know, I don't catch on to like cues maybe during that moment, but like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It just happened so quickly. And then, you know, we were in a relationship, but I think it wasn't like rushed or anything, you know, I think it was fine. I think, you know, I mean, we talked to each other a lot. So yeah, I think, you know, eventually, yeah, I think if she didn't confess and, you know, I probably would have done later on. So yeah, I think it was something which, you know, it's it wasn't a problem to begin with, but I don't know. Because I don't know much from her side, but I think from my side, I think it was fine. So, you know, I started dating her, yeah. And then, you know, everything was good, you know. I texted her when I went on vacation, you know. She was like my, you know, she was like my, my cushion for happiness. You know, she was the person who, you know, I could talk to and, you know, and like my worry, my worries would, you know, disappear, you know, and she was the person, you know, there are those people in your life who, you know, just being near them, it, it, it warms your heart, you know, and, you know, she was one of them. And I think this is that's why it hurts so much, you know. Like, I didn't really know like when it started happening first, but you know, I. Come on, I'm sorry. Can you give me a minute? But yeah, so I think. Yeah, our relationship during the summer, it was, it was striving and, you know, it was going well. And I think once college hit, I think that's where it took a turn. You know, I respect her, yes. And, you know, I want her to, you know, meet new people. You know, I want her to try out new things. And, you know, I... You know, I respected all of her decisions, you know, because I knew that, you know, she's my girlfriend. So I, I need to trust her, you know, and, you know, yeah, I don't know. She said, I don't know. I think once college started, you know, 
her text started to, you know, they felt lazy. I, if, it's kind of hard to describe it, but you know when, sometimes when you look at people's texts, you know, they can feel lazy and like they didn't put in the effort. And you know, I think that's something which, you know, I picked on really quickly, you know, because I think during my first relationship, I learned, you know, what to, what to at least expect. And, you know, you know, people sending you, people responding to you once, like, like a few times a day, like maybe one or two words. And, you know, it kind of hurt, you know, because like, yeah, I knew she was busy. I was busy too, and you know, I I still made time to text. You know, I still made time to, you know, at least send her a message. But I don't know. I was like, you know, I think once it it was like a few weeks, and you know, her texts were consistently, you know lazy she didn't put in the effort one or two word responses i i, I kind of suspected you know maybe she was not interested to me you know and you know i kind of understood that you know maybe it's just like you know i wasn't good enough boyfriend you know maybe just i could have just done something differently i could have been better but, you know, I think something which hurt the most was, you know, when I, when I found out that she was, you know, seeing another person. And to be honest, you know, I didn't know how long it was, but, you know, I kind of suspected it. And, you know, it hurts, you know? And the thing was, like, one of my friends told me about, you know, there was this guy she was hanging out with, and it was just like, oh, it's the person I kind of suspected. And, you know, like... That just completely killed me, you know. I think, you know, all those, like, my heart, like, even though it was mended together, you know, it was just completely broken, dude. It was just, like, it wasn't even a thousand shards anymore. It was, like, a million, a billion shards, you know. It was crushing, you know. Like, I would understand if you're uninterested in me but if you're seeing someone else you know and then right after we break up you know you you're in a relationship with them you know how does that make me feel you know i was crushed you know it felt like you know my heart was dying and you know I didn't know what to do. So, you know, I sent her the messages, you know, I was like, I said, yeah, I want to break up. 
And he's like, yeah, maybe we can just stay as friends. And you know? And I think she just responded with, yeah. There's like something along the lines like, yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. And then, you know, after we broke up, you know, my friend, you know, kept me updated and like, yeah, she should come for me. Like, you know, they were kind of together. I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, you know, who was I to blame? You know, I think I put too much blame on myself. You know, I don't know. Like, I didn't know what I should have done. I didn't know what to do. You know, like, I always thought those are things that are like, you know, it's like those things, like, you have to experience it to know what it feels like. And it's like, it's like, if my heart, you know, it got, it got pierced, but it, it didn't bleed out. It was still in pain for eternity. And, you know, even to now, it's like, you know, I cut her off completely, but, you know, I kind of forgave her, but no. I don't know if I can ever completely forgive her, you know? And, you know, I don't really know what to do. And, you know, I'm using this podcast to, you know, just talk about what's on my mind, you know? And, like, I think this is a topic which is pretty, you know, it's intense. And I don't know how else to respond you know, I think I just went on to my day and that was it. And, you know, I think something which I've been trying to focus on, you know, is, you know, just introspection, you know, it's more of like, it wasn't more of like, oh, this one thing is going to ruin my entire life. Or it's like, oh, I wish her the worst. You know, it's more just like, what did, like, what did I learn? Or it's just like, you know, it's, it's like, how did I cope with this? And, you know, even now it's been like a year, you know, it's been almost like nine months since the incident happened, but, you know, I'm still healing, you know? Even if it's if it's one one piece at a time, you know, I'm healing, you know, and you know, I'm becoming even stronger, you know, and I think that's something which you know, yeah. Even though if love is dangerous, you know, love can also have a remedy, you know, it can also like you know, make you stronger, and you know, for me. I think my friends were there for me and they are, you know, they showered me with love when they needed or when I needed them, you know? And I think that's probably my saving grace, you know? And I am in debt to them, you know? I don't know if they would ever listen to this, but if they ever do, you know? You know, my close friends, you know? You know who you are. You've been my saving grace, you know? For myself, you know, even if I haven't been 
you know, expressing my emotions or whether even, even if you listen to my podcast, I hope you guys realize, you know, you know, you guys are like, you guys are like the people who, you know, who keep me running. You know, you're the people who, you know, who make me find a purpose in life, you know, and, you know, make me want to grow and become stronger. And, you know, I'm thankful I found you guys. And, you know, no matter like whatever's on my mind, you, you know, I can reach out to you guys and, you know, you guys would be there for me. And for me, I'm in debt to you guys. And for you, for you all, I want to thank you. And you guys really were there for me when I needed it. Well, I think that's that's all the things I really have in my mind. And all you listeners listening right now, you know, love is something which, you know, it can be both good and bad. And, you know, you'll have good experiences, you know, and you'll have bad ones. But, you know, I hope, you know, you have those friends that will be there for you. You know, you'll have those people who will be your guiding light. And, you know, they'll help you find, you know, your chalice of hope to find more motivation. And I hope, you know, that you'll be there for them too. Because, you know, you need to have that mutual relationship. With that... I would like to end podcast number three of Chalice of Hope. Thank you.